enough. If you're going to have some baked goods, don't be putting shit in it. That is bad. I mean, they might let's, have... let's enjoy our food. Yeah. Let's enjoy our food. I mean, pick pick something I'd never eat, like grapefruit. Yeah. Thank you. Right. Like, why couldn't that demon been handing out grapefruit? Yeah, it's like, mm. oh, choices. Choice, choices. Welcome to the Ship It Real Good podcast. I'm Erin. And I'm Jessica. Oh, Jessica is just uh, waking up because uh, <laughs> you are beaming in from a three hours behind. I'm three hours in the future. Um, have yes. you had coffee yet? Um, I'm a couple sips in, so you guys, I'm, mm. I'm raw. You can hear my gravelly voice, but like I was telling Erin, I have my emotion, my notes. So I'm, oh. I'm ready. I'm ready for oh. this podcast. Oh, shit. Emotion, emotions and notes. Um, I, too, have a cappuccino, although I just <laughs> burnt the crap out of my tongue. But it's okay. I'm still talking. You're talking. Um, we're ready to go. We have a lot to catch up on. Um, we've been a little MIA, yeah. so apologies to anyone who follows our podcast for our lack of producing episodes in a while. Mm. But life happens. Um, and there's a lot to digest. And so maybe it's... it's- just kind of do this general recap but what we're gonna we're gonna start off with because there was so much to take in mm-hmm. uh, in uh, season three um let's just kind of break this down a little bit and that might in you know uh, some rants might ensue from that but yeah what are our like top three loved it moments of season three of winona earp mm-hmm. um and what are our top three leave it moments like we could have done without uh, this season of Widona Earp and go from there. So let's start yeah. with the top three. Loved it. We'll start on a positive note this morning. <laughs> Birds chirping, mm. you know. All right. Um, I think one, I'll start with my number Please. one. My number one was um, the Win Hot, the Win Hot episode. Mm. I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was great. I thought it was written so well. Um, and I just love those two together. I think their comedic play off each other is amazing. Caporel. Uh, there's just so much she could do with Nicole's character. Mm -hmm. And it was just like a full episode of Drunk Hot, and I thought it was great. Mm -hmm. Perfect. And what was your top one? Uh, Yeah, this one, it's like I could bounce around a few, but I think at the end of the day, the scene that I took in as like, wow, I'm watching a really great performance here and I can relate is definitely the scene between Nedley and... Nicole, the big reveal oh, that he yes, because I th- it wasn't like I think when I watched it, we all knew or had pieced together that that was probably what was going to happen. So it was less about the reveal and more about just them two finally, I think, bringing their relationship to the next level. And it was just it was yeah. significant happening in his office and and you know the fact that she's going to be sheriff. But that that scene to me, I think, stood out in terms of being one of the richest ones. Yeah. hundred percent. That is actually on my list as well. So it's in the top three and these aren't really ordered no. as like one, two, three, but, but another top three moment for me. And I put this down as Nedley's surprises. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like the development of Nedley's a character and knowing that he's just this quiet leader and kind of this unsung hero all the time, mm-hmm. kind of lurking in the shadows, but has his character is so rich and knowing that he's always been there kind of watching over uh, the Earp girls, but then also watching over Nicole this whole time. And I actually did not see that coming. I know that mm. he saw um, something in Nicole and wanted her to be sheriff and wanted to pass the torch and was mentoring her in her current role. But remember, we never, we couldn't quite figure out, like, why did he recruit her to this? What, what did he know about her? And it really just brought everything full circle in that scene in the office. Mm-hmm. It just, I got a little emotional. Yeah. And that's kind of hard to get me to do. Yeah, but I did. I shed a tear. I had a feeling. I had a feeling. Oh, bless. <laughs> there were a couple of those moments this season. Um, to be quite honest, I think last season was more, I guess, emotional for me. But this season, it kind of was like, holy shit. Like, in, in 20 seconds, you're in and out of a scene that's, like, incredibly deep. And then, boom, you're on to the next thing. Whereas last year, I feel Didn't like... Didn't it feel rushed? Yeah. I felt it felt rushed. Girl, I have it a felt list. crammed in. I have a list of my leave-its. And that's oh, one of okay. mine. Um, okay. Yeah. I feel like I'm still catching up, <laughs> catching my breath. Um, 
in many ways, I feel like um, I was just having this conversation yesterday. In many ways, it feels like we're we were just getting started in so many areas. But but I digress. Mm-hmm. We'll start with the love it's and then we'll go with the leave it's. But yeah, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the third one too. So when hot, I, I love them together. I love the playoff of each other, but, and, and having that episode dedicated to them, it was like a nice break and, and kind of more of a lighthearted episode, if that's such mm. a thing. Um, and then Nedley's development surprises and uh, knowing his connection to Nicole. Um, but the introduction of Chantel Riley, Chantel Riley, can we yes. talk about that? Yeah. <laughs> Amazing yes. character, Countessa. Mm. Um, I don't like what she did to Doc, but that's Doc's decision. That's his own thing. I'm not going to blame it on her, actually. Yep. What did he do to her is just as bad. Mm-hmm. But um, I want to see that character uh, develop more because anytime she was on screen, I felt like she just, she owned it. <laughs> yeah. That was her screen. And I loved even in the season finale, the last episode, where she had screen time with Nicole. And mm-hmm. she was just kind of like, oh, girl, don't you apologize for loving your girl, this or that. And she just... She just owns the screen when she's on it. And I want, but I want to see good character development of her going forward. So she doesn't just kind of blend in the background like dolls, unfortunately did. I think, yeah, I, I agree. I think if there's one shining light, a a massively, like, it's just a well thought addition to the cast. It's definitely Chantel. I think she just mm -hmm. like lights up. She lights up any scene she's in and she doesn't have to say a word. Like you can just tell she, I don't know, it's like the it factor. So I feel yeah. like, and I feel like her character for being brand new this season and so much going on, we're only just breaking the surface, but I already get a sense that it's going to be a really rich storyline and just her, she's, she's just incredibly talented like she's she's mm-hmm. there for it and i love it and plus just from what i've seen as a person it, she, she's got just a great a great energy um my number 2 was cat's face and nobody's talking about it but cat's face when they're stuck in that cabin and um the witch's voice it's her and doc and the witch's voice was turns to or addresses doc and was like why it oh your lover and Kat has this face where she's like, <laughs> all right. Like, it's like a, oh. Oh, oh. like, it's like, a, it's, it's like a couple of beats. The first beat is like, a what? And the second beat is like, all right. But it's like yeah. one of the funniest. <laughs> she's so funny and talented. I think comedy is like really a strength, which is one of the things I love. Cause we got to see Kat Burrell's c- comedy come out. And, um, but her face was, was perfect in that beat. And like, nobody has talked about, that moment at all and anywhere I've seen and it's such a big moment because we're basically confirming like yeah they had a thing they were together but her <laughs> maybe her character's <laughs> reaction to it was one of my like I laughed out loud I think I cackled when I when I saw that so that's my number oh, that's yeah. my number two uh, favorite moment oh I love it yeah my cat has amazing um expressions like the <laughs> she's best, really like the good expressive expression. yeah because yeah. my favorite like I just I mean I know I've listed three things already but just on your topic going off of of, of your favorite cat moment mm-hmm. with that expression was like her gay panic face is the best yeah like when I say gay panic I mean like when Waverly thought she was proposing and she had that ring in her hand and like the gay panic in her face was like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. What the fuck is going on yeah, right what? now? But we can talk about that later. But um, yeah, I can't wait yeah. for the, um, the reaction videos on that. Cause it's going to be, <laughs> it, that's going to be a fun one. <laughs> the, you know? Um, so yeah. What's another love it moment for you? Love it. Okay. To wrap it up. Okay. So it's funny. It's like for me, there were a lot of really, really good jokes, but my favorite ones were where you could see like the actors really shine. And one of my favorite moments is when Waverly is tied up in the toolbox of the truck and she, it's this scene where <laughs> she's saying F you through the, through the, um, her gag. And it's like, and then like when, when Winona pushes her down it, but again, just, the way they shot the scene, the fact that we, you can basically hear what she's saying, but you, she's, you could tell she's just like screaming. And I wonder how many times they had to do that take because it's hilarious to see. So that it's hilarious. The yeah. execution and then overall, like, 
kind of the shock factor. I was like, this is not okay. Like she's kidnapping. She just punched her sister and now she's shoving her in a toolbox. But the reason why mm-hmm. she was doing it was like, somehow this is perfectly fine and loving. But that was probably my third favorite <laughs> moment because it was like so different and shocking that, um, yeah. and then just like hilariously executed that, that I loved it stood out to me the more shocking part too is Waverly kind of didn't get mad about it too much you know she was no. kind of like okay when Una did what she had to do mm-hmm. and we are in the apocalypse let's be honest let's let's acknowledge that yeah yeah <laughs> shit's going down and we're gonna do some bad shit to each other but it doesn't mean why Anona always made the right choices and we can talk about that too so yeah. that leads us into the leave it mm. let's talk about and I know I know your list is long and I know you know Good I mean thing. I'll I'll just say though, you know, I I am on board with Fandress. I thought some, I thought there was some really great writing on here. I thought the writers tried, but the overarching, I wouldn't call it an issue, but I think what I felt um, in this season Mm -hmm. is that they were trying to cram so much and scratch the surface of so many things while tying up loose ends. Maybe thinking, well, what if we don't get a season four? Let's try to give our fans what we want. But I think sometimes those amazing intentions of meeting the fans on every one of their requests, not all of them, but is that it starts to feel like it's trying to be everything to everybody at once. Mm -hmm. And um, that can cause a little bit of this like, whoa, kind of rushed, (laughs) cluttered uh, season or, or episodes where you feel like, wow, maybe more time could have spent developing this or that. Like, okay, we found out, um, you know, Nicole was sheriff, is going to be sheriff now. Okay, gives the fans what they want. Oh, here's a little bit of a backstory. Oh, by the way, she kind of uh, survived this cult thing. And oh, okay, let's next. You know, it just kind of felt uh, a little rushed in that regard. But uh, speaking of that, I think one of the things that you could have left for me, because uh, I started going on a rant already. That's how I do. Um, <laughs> no, it's, it's perfectly accurate. Was I, I, agree. I wasn't feeling Charlie. I, to me, he was like the Riley character in Buffy. For any of my Buffy the Vampire Slayer friends out there or the Buffy Erpers, hashtag Buffy Erper. Um, I know we all follow each other. But like Charlie had the energy of a Riley and Buffy the Vampire Slayer, where then like Doc was now this newfound vampire and was kind of like the spike meets angel or, you know, what have you. And what I mean by that is I felt his character was really freaking dull. And then he has the moment of becoming Waverly's father in the end. And all of a sudden, bitch is like growing wings. I mean, what is going on? (laughs) What is going on? But anyway, go on. Uh, lovely actor pleasant to look at yeah. but i just wasn't feeling it yeah i mean beautiful beautiful actor um, mm-hmm. um i would actually like to see other work he's in it's funny because he yeah. actually kind of grew on me and, and and i think his he, real yeah. he had this weird um ryan Phillippe charm to him i think and his mm. voice and and I could look past the like, oh, you have a long hose fireman jokes because it was kind of delivered in the Winona language. But as soon as mm. he became an angel, I was like, I, you know, why didn't we, it's almost like, why didn't we start there and, and mm. see him grow? Because yeah, I, you're touching on one of my leave which was, I think there were too many new characters introduced this season. Like there were just too many. And um, yeah. while I love that they brought uh, Danny Kind back her character because actually that was one of my love it's <gasps> the fact that her return because she's a well-rounded character the way that danny plays her it's um which mercedes right um mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. in my beautiful fucking face or whatever like per- perfect um i'm a fan of bringing back old characters and they also brought back bobo uh, del rey but there were so many new characters and i feel like with robin charlie um Countessa Bolshar and there were like two others uh well, yeah Ma- so or, we had the um, mama oh my god I should have put her on my favorites what was I thinking yeah. mama or mama Earp needs to be back and, so hard every episode mama Earp was in was golden and there was one more <laughs> I don't know where but anyway so my my leave it is you know and I think it goes along the lines of what you were talking about I couldn't catch up um and I think the you know having to digest so many new characters as opposed to I feel like last season one of the strengths was it really centered around the core gang um and 
while I like new storylines, I just don't think that we, where we are in the show's youth, I don't think we were ready to, to learn so many new people um, and, and absorb them. Like, so my first leave it is like too many new characters. Got like it. I still well, don't know entirely what happened. I couldn't explain the whole bullshit thing to you right now at all. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I can, but it was just kind of all over the place and stretched out. But but it's still, I, I still think the Bullshire story was super cool. I love the whole, the Garden of Eden, the serpent and all of that. And like, if you go research all of the, you know, uh, actually research what happened in the Bible and, and Genesis, they were playing hard off of everything. Mm-hmm. But that's a whole nother story. But but we also had these characters come in, like Zoe Palmer's character, you know, oh, yeah. See, um, I completely forgot about her. Ke- and, Kevin, and Anna, and Anna and... Silk. Well, Ke- Kevin was Anna Silk who came in. So mm-hmm. these are two lovely actresses from Lost Girl, which was Emily Andress's, pre- you know, one of her previous right. shows. And they came in. It kind of feeds the gaze. Everyone's happy. Feels all the, you know, the queer community is like, yay, Zoe Palmer, Anna Silk. Um, but like the Kevin character with Anna Silk, it just kind of scratched the surface. And then she disappeared. But, you know, right. yeah, that's how it goes. But it's true. There's so much coming in. Then all the vamps and the first episode. <laughs> like, I just didn't know where we were going yeah <laughs> so wow. and yeah. zoe palmer's character with the demon and stuff i was like okay it was kind of entertaining but then it reached the point where i'm like stop fucking eating the cookies and eating the like can, can we get it like who just goes and takes strangers stuff like that's, i'm done that's my se- that's Move my on. second leave it like it that that <laughs> earned its own bullet like <laughs> we can talk about it like um that baked goods First of all, I never want to see baked goods used as a weapon. That's my holy place. That is my thing. <laughs> like, don't you mess with baked goods, okay? Yeah. And the fact that, like, <laughs> don't snicker- come at me. <laughs> snickerdoodles or whatever they were making. And I was like, first off, you didn't even p- pick like an A game baked good, which I'm actually secretly mm. happy about. Like, don't touch, don't touch anything I would eat. Like, but mm. but then they were subpar baked goods. Look, love the show, love the writing. But that that episode I really hated um, personally because it, it was all about entrapment and gaslighting. I understand it, mm. but like after the third scene of Doc eating a goddamn cookie and falling or under the spell, it's like we get it. Like move on. Like come on, we get it. We get it. Bitch you know, has poison cookies, but you know what? I mm. yeah, and cookies are near and dear in my heart. I mean, if you would have like spiked a cheesecake, I wouldn't care. I'm not gonna touch it anyway. It was cool but. to see the actors go, kind of everyone was outside their dots in that like I think because the direction I think was like to go big which is fine but I, I I'm never person this is personally I'm never a fan of like the Alice in Wonderland type of episodes of any show I don't like it for, I think it, I think it's a little triggering for me personally so I wasn't a fan mm. and I was like and the fact that it was the entire episode I was kind of waiting for that one to finish you know weird yeah. so I think sure yeah, yeah. so not a fan hey I baked, fair enough. baked goods written as my second fair fair enough if you're gonna have some baked goods don't be putting shit in it that is bad I mean they might let's, have... let's enjoy our food yeah. let's enjoy our food I mean pick pick something I'd never eat like grapefruit yeah thank you right like why couldn't that demon been handing out grapefruit yeah it's like mm. oh choices choice choices yeah choices yeah. <laughs> what was your what was your number two Woo! I don't know if I Okay, so, I mean, once again, these aren't in any order. You know, I had some issues with the Charlie character. He did grow on me. I thought he's a fine actor, and he's fine, mm-hmm. and, and I get it. But I just didn't want him to be Waverly's dad. I just felt like it was it was a surprise, and it was interesting, but it's just not the surprise I wanted. Yeah. So, to each his own, whatever. Um, but then the other part I just wasn't feeling... Um, was the sort of proposal in the apocalypse with a shit ring. Ooh, it's like... You're so brave. But speak your truth, honey. I, do, I, know, I know. I know. Oh, my God. Speak your truth. All beans are going to come after me with pitchforks. And and I know Waverly was waiting for that. I mean, we saw, like, Waverly being thinking that Nicole was proposing to her. They made it so clear that Waverly wants it. She wants to put a ring on it probably live on you know the herb homestead call it a day whatever mm-hmm. she's like nicole she wants to put her on the lockdown and i get it <laughs> but um i mean shoot who wouldn't want to mm-hmm. um but here's the thing first of all nicole just signed some ba- like some divorce papers okay we ended last episode with mm-hmm. nicole signing the damn divorce papers mm-hmm. but 
you know, and you saw the gay panic in Nicole's face when she's like holding this ring. It's panic with the ring because that ring was scary as hell. Mm. But then also this surprise of like, oh shit, like you think I'm proposing to you right now. And they just kind of moved on from it. Like, oh, okay, whatever. Ha ha ha. Laugh. We're still at the gay dinner. Um, but then what happened was, you know, I, we're in the middle of apocalypse and I get that Waverly is feeling like it's the end. What if we don't make it? She's tired of losing people that she loves. She wants to make sure that Cole, Nicole understands where her heart is. And it's this, it's a sweet moment. It's a beautiful moment. But I'm like, honey, this is kind of a big thing. And if you're going to do it or insinuate that that's what you want, why are you putting that shitty ring on her finger? I get your like angel daddy just gave you the ring back, but don't forget it was like Bolshar's ring. It was doing weird things. It was doing bad things too. Like I just, Nicole doesn't like that ring mm. and that's what you put on her hand. Mm. <laughs> like yeah. I felt it was this moment out of that it was a reactive moment mm-hmm. of of Waverly being worried about what's to come mm-hmm. and just wanted to make sure that she knew where her heart was but mm. Nicole didn't answer either and Nicole and I know everyone's like oh why Nona interrupting I'm like no girl had a few seconds to say something and I don't know if she was shocked but she had that she had that panic on her face again like oh what do I do you just hit on something that's really interesting that I that I think yeah, it's making me think about this scene so so much better. Is yeah, was this scene more for Waverly than for Nicole? I think you you know it was for Waverly. She was all it's like, let me check where I'm at, and mm-hmm. um, and let let's just let's just see. Like in a way, Waverly probably didn't even need an answer. It's almost like she was um, taking the next the next step. Yeah, it, it was an interesting scene, and of course, we didn't get an answer, yeah. which I'm completely okay with. Yeah, it was beautiful. It was a beautiful scene. Mm-hmm. And and it's not that I would have left it. I Maybe I shouldn't have put it in this list. But I, what I would have left about it is that if there was anything to insinuate some type of proposal, um, maybe I'm misinterpreting it. Maybe it's more of a promise rather than a... I mean, are we going back to this, like, teenage promise ring thing? Like, I don't know. But I just wanted it to be done differently. I think there was, a, and, there was definitely a, a purpose to how it was worded. She didn't... Mm-hmm. I mean, I've never proposed to someone. I've never been proposed to. I don't even know if people actually ask, will you marry me or whatever. I'm sure there are versions. Yeah. But to mm. me, what came across was definitely um, commitment material, proposal material. What, what stood out to me, and this was in my... This was in my leave it. Not the scene. We all wanted the scene. Mm-hmm. We all want, I wanted the scene. Yeah, but... Yeah. Um, <sighs> breathe. Okay, so... I think we could have just ended this season with Waverly simply final saying, I love you, Nicole. And ke- we don't yes. have to write it in prose. Or I do, like the I do, I do really, really love you. Yeah. And that's just all. Because like it. we barely heard it back from from her. She does this in these moments. Like let's think about last season when she thought Nicole was going to die. And Nicole was basically spilling her heart out mm-hmm. to Waverly. And Waverly's like, we're not going to do this right now. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Waverly's like, we're not going to do this right now in the middle of like shit crumbling around us. But then what does she do? Shit is crumbling around them. And she's pouring her heart out out to Nicole. It's like they reversed. And Nicole's kind of has this face like we're not going to do this right now. (laughs) I think the first I think her first we're not going to do this right now is that she didn't have time or the mental capacity to take it on. I think the second one was. um, She I have it. she, She Yeah. But for me, it would have been like, again, like, are we are we overthinking it? You know, for me to have the, the first yeah. the f- for the first to have her declaration of love and a marriage proposal in one scene, I thought was too much. I, you know, it's like, why don't you just talk about kids next and let's like take all the tropes? Like, I'm just gonna go off for a minute. But it's sort of like, yeah, you know, yeah. Not, L- let's adopt more cats and uh, uh, load up the U-Haul. I don't know anybody who said I love you and Mary and 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 did a proposal in the same one. Sometimes I feel we rush. We rush these gay characters to mm-hmm. to to. Again, I was just having this conversation. Um, yesterday and the feeling is kind of mutual the fact that like sometimes these characters feel rushed and I get it because it's like we have to remember they wrote this episode a year ago they didn't know if they were going to have us so I I get it and I exactly essentially we're not going to see the next scene of them building Mm -hmm. off of this 
for over a year because it has to be written it has to be oh, shot quiet time. they're not oh. even they're not even going to be in the same scene together and maybe the first or second episode so we have a, we have 12 14 months to chill before you know to flesh it right. out yeah. so I, and so i get why it's like all crammed into an episode however i'm just like sometimes i feel like things are rushed and and, and sometimes overly worded it's almost like why can't why couldn't we just get a scene where where Waverly just looks at Nicole and just says it very simply and yeah. says it very, she says it very clearly. She, I don't yeah, think it was she's clear. saying, she's saying it out loud to her yeah. in her little Santa outfit. Oh, Hey, um, but it, <laughs> you know, but, but not in this like very like face to face and endearing way. To, and so yeah. it was, rushed. but to yeah, flip it, was and, and again, cause I'm, I love the writing on the show. I think it's, it's, it's oh, solid 100%. in a way though. I'm like, but actually it was kind of sloppy and awkward and, Waverly's kind of sloppy and awkward and maybe mm-hmm. it's absolutely maybe it's written perfectly for her because that would be the way like there's, there's what it. I would want yeah. in my mind and probably how I would do it but then there's Waverly's way and to be and you know so to bring it back around it's not really a leave it but it's sort of like Burr. it's kind of a gripe but at the end of the day it's like if it makes sense for Waverly to say it like that and for Nicole to hear it then fine i just we didn't need that's a good we didn't point need the proposal now, in the same that's a good point yeah. because we already had a joke about the proposal and, and and at the same time they're smart they're teasing us yeah because they watch twitter like a hawk <laughs> they are feeding us they're like here's a little breadcrumb here's the cake mm-hmm. but not spiked okay we're not going to talk about that demon again no um and then they're just kind of like they they play with us mm. like when you know when we thought we were getting this like ridiculously racy sex scene and it ended up being them just taking the ring off it was hilarious in my opinion i know some people had problems with that but i thought it was hilarious because oh, they're I just playing those, with us I, constantly i love those kind of playing jokes it goes back to xena <laughs> it's like absolutely they're playing with people us people need to and calm think, down yeah. like it's hilarious yeah. it's not queer people queer baiting. Need to co- it is not queer baiting let's be honest please they were there together still they're together i thought it's it was hilarious it was it was oh it, i loved it i felt like it was like <laughs> 1995 i'm watching a really funny episode of xena because like how many you know yes. or or buffy or whatever it's like mm-hmm. but it's not even subtext no. because we already know they're having sex Hello. Yeah, and <laughs> I love that neither of us have put that down as like a love it or leave it. Mm-mm. It's like the, the the Oh no, I took it. Yeah, <laughs> I was fine with it. I was there for it. I thought it was. No, I thought it was. Hilarious. I mean, Winona had... it would have been raunchy if it was real. You know, I was like, come on, you guys. You know, but it was hilarious. Winona had more <laughs> more sex this season than than way hot. I'm actually perfectly fine. Sure, I would have loved to have seen. Yeah, more but, intimacy you know, but what it's, it's not porn come it, on right. you know i mean the show itself i mean we didn't see much of winona getting it on the episode you know actually last we did like, whatever did we <laughs> like oh, three or four times oh, we did yeah oh well good for winona good for, right i mean come on i, I know she I mean, like needed you know I, what i this i should have put it i think it's hilarious too when winona could hear um <laughs> nicole and waverly upstairs it was just like boop with the headphones that was hilarious. I like that because anyway. it was kind of a nod to like life is kind of like settling into norms. And so mm-hmm. I, it leaves a lot to the imagination, which I kind of like, you know, it doesn't have to be gratuitous. Yeah. It doesn't have to be. And I know a lot of people are upset about it, but it's like, you know what? I I'll take a, a, a scene where do, there's domestic way hot any day over. Well, that's a lie. Watching. I mean, sure. I, I'm, yeah. you know, I'm a warm blooded woman and I like girls. So I would, you know, any, I will take all, we'll I will take receive it. all, we but won't it's complain. not, yeah. it's not the criteria for me to be entertained, but I love, it's not the I criteria love, for me to be yeah. invested in the show either, right. you know, but so. I, I love that too. I love the ring scene. I love the, mm-hmm. I love that the walls are thin. I love the walls are thin. Yeah. We know Nicole is good in bed. Mm-hmm. They've made plenty of comments about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was another good mm-hmm. scene. Because Kat's <laughs> face was like, what the fuck? Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Or not with gnomes. Oh. Not with gnomes. Not with gnomes. Um, oh, I love that episode. I have to so go back good. and write down. There were a lot of one-liners, and this is no longer my leave it, but there were a lot of hilarious <laughs> jokes. Like one joke that stood out to me was like when it's Robin, right? Jeremy's yeah. boyfriend. Jeremy. When he was in the barn, he's like, he's like a gorgeous shirtless Roomba or something like that, where it's like a, a hilarious joke because like he was in the corner without his shirt. And I'm <laughs> yeah. like, that like again cackle like 
cackle. He's like a, There's some good a, little an adorable shirtless Roomba. And I was like, oh my God, that is. A Roomba? Or what is it? Like, the like a Roomba, because he was in the corner with the shirt off. Oh my God. Like, isn't, <laughs> that's right. Isn't that the, I mean, it's so. The, the jokes were really good this year. Um, yeah, but they were, there was some where yeah. it was like too many crammed in, but it was good. But I, um, yeah, I agree. But but yeah, so I didn't mean to go off on that rant with the apocalypse proposal. I it's not, I guess it's not a fully leave it because I do want it to happen. I just don't want it to happen in that way. But I guess you're right. You made a good point. That's Waverly. Mm. That's Waverly's character. And I think maybe Nicole's face wasn't panic as much of of just trying to process because she's a processor and I can identify with that. You're just like processing. Yeah. And I you, get can't, you can't over, you can't over interpret someone that is processing. I agree. So, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah I agree there. Yeah. She's probably so, like, what the, because yeah. you know, she's like for it. She's like, finally, but you know, she's probably like, holy shit. Like, yeah, she's just processing everything. I mean, let's not forget oh, girl, well. like had a hatchet on her got like, stabbed but anyway so what's the other another leave it for you so you had to leave it of uh, the rush everything being rushed and then um okay so my third one you know doc is a vampire sorry oh yes okay Mm, sorry don't need it go on anything else about that just just boom laying it out there bullet point clean doc is a vampire i just you know i just (laughs) i'm fine with evil doc but Mm. um and look i'm a fan of carmilla like vampires don't don't throw me at all and i like how i like how chantelle's character countessa Mm -hmm. offers a feminine empowered vampire so it's not just yeah um some of those scenes are kind of rapey though like with the couple on the couch like I just think in this environment, it, 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 it can be a little triggering. We're in some, sens- yeah, we're in some sensitive and triggering times, yeah. you know, it's just, it's not good out there. I get it. Right. Yeah. And I'm just sort of like in during any other time, I think it would have been fine, but, but I think, you know, I, am a huge fan of dark doc and evil doc yeah, or, same. or, or. Like, I love the scene when Charlie has to punch Doc and knock him out on the road. That was one of my, I just, still, that's a, that's another scene that just pops up. Like. That's when Charlie grew on me. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like running. And that was an interesting scene to have shot, I think, because it's, it was probably freezing. And here they are running. Um, props to the actor who played Charlie, though. He's like never fully clothed yeah. and they're outside. Like, he's walking barefoot <laughs> at one point. And I was like, oh my God. But. Um, I know. Yeah. But. uh what I liked about Evil Doc or Dark Doc was um, he wasn't perfect. There was a motivation. I liked that. Um, I liked that they made him flawed, where he was trying to convince himself. He's like, he's just like, I did it for Wydona. And she's like, no, 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 like you're selfish, yeah. you know. And I love that they were able to poke holes to, to ideally make Doc grow even more. So I like that side of it, but. I mean, even in the first episode, Winona looks at one of the vampires and she goes, at least, at least we're not done like vampires or like they alluded to the fact that like vampires were kind of overly used and then they made him a vampire. So it's like, okay. I know. I'm just like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, so uh, you've got to be tired of hearing this for now, but clearly Buffy the Vampire Slayer fan back in the day. Mm. And so is Emily. (laughs) And so she's, they're consistently inserting those things that are parallel there excuse me mm-hmm. <coughs> joking choking um, on vampire I'm, get, blood. I'm just i'm just getting so choked up over this just kidding yeah <coughs> Woo. but yeah. um i was fully on board i was surprised so i was very excited in in the first episode when we had the the vampires introduced it was sexy it was funny we saw countessa all this stuff we we saw that uh, Doc had a backstory with her, and I was like, yes! You know, hot start to the, the I season. I agree. I liked that, and I liked but the glamour I, side of it, because I don't yes. know much about it. Like, yes. that I loved. That was different. Um, yeah. And so they had a different approach to what a vampire is, and I got excited for it. It was like this perfect marriage of the fandom of Buffy and Winona, which is very, you know, it's a very similar fandom. Mm. And, but then I wasn't prepared for Doc to actually become a vampire. That was a huge surprise for me mm. in a rather fun and quirky lighthearted Christmas episode that I enjoyed and then it ended with Doc becoming a vampire and I I I was on board at first Mm. I was shocked I couldn't tell you if I liked it or not and then I was fully on board because I thought 
he will do anything to make sure that he's around to protect Winona and be there in case for his daughter. Mm-hmm. And that's his level of commitment because in our season three predictions, <laughs> <laughs> wrapping it, bringing it around. I, I think I said one of the things that I was going to predict was Doc is going to have a hard time kind of finding himself and wanting to feel valuable and useful and, and try to find how he could be valuable mm-hmm. in the best way possible. Not that he was never valuable, but that's just him. And this was his way of making the ultimate sacrifice. And that a, was a theme that we both predicted too, is like sacrifice would be in this mm-hmm. season. And it was his ultimate sacrifice, but then it be- he became so selfish Mm. (laughs) and and maybe that was part of being dark now um but then by the time we got to the finale i was a little over it i was like can you just take the vampire girl out can we be done can you be back to being mortal (laughs) and just like put the sexy hat on and just you know like take the leopard top off i'm over it like just who are you anymore (laughs) (laughs) leopard top yeah. I'm just like, or whatever it was, Cheetah Top, whatever he was trying to do. I was like, honey, where are you? Who are you? It was like he was having a midlife uh, oh crisis, some existential crisis, and was like, fuck it, I'm going to be a vampire for a few weeks. I just, I was over it by the end. And so I don't know what's going to happen. But then when he made that ultimate sacrifice again in the end mm-hmm. to suck the venom out of Winona and then go into the Garden of Eden to help Waverly. Mm. That was really powerful. Then I then I didn't know what to do. I was like, "Oh, Doc, you're, I love you again." Like I just didn't know what to feel. Yeah. So that was hard. Yeah, that was, that was my rant. I couldn't stop. Sorry, I had a lot of feelings. No, we do an episode on Doc. Sure. <laughs> yeah. That perhaps that's our next our next episode. Yeah, I agree. It might have to be. Yeah. But uh, so my last leave it. Um, I am tired of every season ending giving me a hot attack instead of heart oh Oh, nice hot hot attack Mm -hmm. because let's be honest here season one last episode nicole gets shot oh okay bulletproof vest it helped her we have this like panicked moment waverly runs to her side season two final episodes what happens nicole gets bit oh my god she might die in the hospital (sighs) season three last episode what happens nicole takes a hatchet (laughs) to herself this is hilarious actually i never connected this she's bleeding out oh you know i'm just uh, over here eating baby carrots yeah girlfriend's uh girlfriend's angel daddy that she just found out who was also stupid her sister uh just saves her now oh and she's back and now she's on the porch eating baby carrot and uh get (laughs) pseudo proposed to you with a shitty ring so random Um, i'm just here eating baby carrots i'm like what eating eating a carrot in the fucking apocalypse throw it at me just recovered from a hatchet being taken to my rib sure i'm good um I, I'm done with these, like, let's just uh, beat the shit out of Nicole in the last episode and give us a little hot attack and be like, oh, she's back. She's good. Moving on until the next tragedy. Mm-hmm. Um, can we give the girl a break? That's all I'm asking for is give the girl a break. Mm. Mm. So I'm leaving it. I'm leaving it. We didn't need it. We didn't need her to get, you know, freaking hatchet from one of Bol- Bolshar's little minions. Like, let's just move on. Why'd that even have to happen? I'm over it. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I never even put that all together. But yeah, patterns. Think about patterns it. Are patterns really, yeah, are really interesting. But I'm over. Let's break that pattern. Let's do something new. I don't know. Have someone else, like, be on the verge of death and get saved. I'm over it. <laughs> I feel like we never really got the full story of, and maybe this will be good for, for season four. It's like, what really happened with Nicole and with the cult? What really mm-hmm. happened with her parents? Like, we never... Well, we know we're going to see Bolshar live another day because he kind of just pieces out. So, but it's... I feel like I, I'm still not clear at all, really, what happened with Nicole. The season opened really strong with her at the center of the the story, you know, when she's freaking out, mm-hmm. you know, when she's having that panic attack and, you know, these... um these visions, these memories are starting to connect. And then with Nedley, I was like, oh, we're going to get into it. And then um, I feel like we never cracked the surface. So I don't know if we're segueing into what we want to see next season, but um, that's one, yeah, that's no, one I of the things. I think that's a perfect, that's a perfect segue. Yeah. And I think, I think it's just because so many things were rushed, but I think we did get some insight. I think they alluded to the fact that 
clearly like her parents were not okay with her being gay mm. or something. Mm. Uh, still, that's why they don't talk right now. Um, I also got still the sense alive, that her parents right? they're alive. weren't. I also got the sense that her parents weren't great people either. Period. Because no, I, no, I have to go back and watch no. it, but I want to say they didn't. There, it wasn't a loving, warm environment. Which it wasn't. Which and makes she perfect, was out by herself. Yeah. wasn't she like out by herself in the woods near the Colts? Like her family wasn't a part of it, and she wasn't a part of it. Like wasn't she just? near it shit went down and she was found in a boat trying to escape well that's what she knows and that's what she remembers what she, i think oh, i think i think something yeah. else happened um, good point yeah yeah <laughs> so we need to know more in season four about that absolutely i still have um, my same hopes i want to go to the big city i want yeah. i want to see city way hot i want to see metropolitan way hot I want to see. Yeah, get off the homestead. Like, go go to the let's city. Go, go see a show, or you know, <laughs> go let's, to a movie. I want to learn. I, I want to learn more of Nicole's backstory. Period. I think yeah. is one of my biggest hopes for the next season. Mm-hmm. I wanted Waverly to get really mad. She never got really mad. There were moments where, like, the face melting. I, I was very pleased with that because. <laughs> No, for sure. And I understand yes. like it's a slow burn for her to finally realize. But I feel like the same hope for next season is I want to see, and especially in this environment, we need to start burning things down. Burn it down. Mm, so if I, down. if I had a hashtag for next season, I'd want it to be burn it down. Um, because I think we as we as women just need it. But, um, but to see Waverly burn it down, not anyone else, not Winona, not everyone but Waverly to take ownership and not be mm-hmm. saved. Like I'm, t- I'm kind of tired of Waverly being saved, which is going to be a huge plot point next. It's almost like I want to see Waverly save herself. That's what I want to do. Yeah. It could even be with the strength of other people, but I want to see Waverly save herself and take ownership. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause she's she not a damsel. A pretty, you know? No, no. And that's the thing is Nicole is her puppy dog. Nicole's always rushing. This is like, Oh, she's you know, her white protection, knight, protection, protection. Love, but you know. it's cute but you know i yeah yeah it's interesting but i do like that is because this year which you predicted as well would be about save waverly um but waverly has her own power and what i want to see in season four too um is that transformation in waverly again not that it needs to be as waverly centric as this past season was but how is everyone going to transform from what just happened because what i'm willing to bet and what it seems to be is that the garden of eden is no garden of eden at this point right. what if waverly comes out a little darker i agree cuz she's going to be she's going to come out and how does she informed. readapt and readjust yeah, exactly and will she be the same and how will that impact nicole it play on that will whole nicole be, duality will nicole become darker will nicole like what's going to happen it's going to be interesting Playing on the, what about winona the mm-hmm. the dark the the shadow and the light that would be a fun yeah. duality because that and that would jive right in with like countessa and the cards you know there's dark, the, there's the whole side yeah too. the duality the shadow and the light mm-hmm. and dark dark the shadow and the light of winona winona now is kind of the guardian um of it and it's going to be interesting because one of the things I didn't like to, you know, when Winona kind of spiked their whiskey and, and threw them under, because Winona is as cocky and confident as she can come across. She's incredibly insecure and she doesn't want people to see her fail. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be interesting. I want to see her grow and maybe change that mindset in season four as well. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I want to know what is going to happen with, I mean, I'm sorry, but shit hit the fan after that, uh, uh, pseudo promise ring proposal thing i mean wh- what's going to happen i think by the end of season four we need to see some type of answer but will we see a way hot uh ceremony or wedding or just very brief exchange of vows and commitment yeah and that's the thing we've kind of ne- we've kind of set it up now whereas before if we'd only had maybe an i love you declaration we could have used next mm-hmm. season to build yeah so that's where my mixed feelings come through it's like well now we have to answer both don't we or maybe we don't we do. but but i think i don't want to see some like super duper formal wedding on it because i just don't think that's the show and it's not them i think it's no. going to be something super simple where they just mm-hmm. like exchange vows with like and waverly will like have little flowers in her hair <laughs> And it'll be like on the homestead. It'll be right there, I think. I don't know. It's going to be simple. 
You know, what we haven't talked about, which is a big question mark, is like the return of Mama Earp. She has to come back to learn that her oh. husband is dead. <laughs> and and Winona's yeah. involvement. And, and, and that, I didn't like that, that yeah. Winona was like sleeping with Charlie. And, oh, God. Mm-mm. I didn't like that. It was weird. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was kind of weird. Like, I feel like we didn't have to. Have we didn't to have to do, do that. that. We didn't have to do that. Yeah. Um, that's Aren't there other angelic hard. men running around that could have been, you know, Waverly's daddy? Come on now. I don't know. Eh, whatever. What are you going to do? It's 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 purgatory. I was kind of hoping <laughs> her dad, but. Yeah. We'll see. But I'm very excited for Wedley, uh, Nedley. Wedley. Oh, my God. Wedley. <laughs> Way hot wedding and Nedley together. Oh, what if Nedley walks Nicole down the aisle? Oh, it would be adorable. Oh, for anyway, sure. Totally seeing it. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for to, for Nellie to be be around more and see. with him saying "fuck yeah," I was like, "Yeah." I was afraid I was so they were going to kill him off, or he was, or that know. he'd retire and we yeah. were going to see him again. But I'm really happy that he's just he's still. That's his character, though. Is he's going to watch after people quietly? He's always watching, you know. Yeah. And I'm I'm excited for that. But yeah. uh, with that said, I do have a, um, a suggestion for a future Way Hot uh, wedding uh, song or commitment ceremony. Oh, that's a good way to um, wrap up. Yeah. Oh, um, so do you remember the first time they uh, made out? I mean, in case you didn't remember. Oh, tattooed uh, on my brain. <laughs> Waverly running into uh, Nedley's uh, office and throwing Nicole down on the couch. <clears throat> yep. Anyway. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So. Uh, do do go on do go on um and there was that song you know that song mm-hmm. whatever i don't know all the words but anyway it's if you look it up it's this artist by the name of flurry i don't know if she's canadian uh-huh. lovely artist f-l-u-e-r-i-e i think yep. and uh the song is called wildwood and she has a piano, pure like uncut piano version of it and how cute would it be to bring things back full circle Aww. where it's this very soft uncut piano version of the f- song from the first scene we saw them in together like that oh tree oh uh, ending oh ending on a soft note. that is what this season did to me it softened me up all this domestic way hot you're so soft tree so soft but i thought that'd be so cute yeah i would be like swoon and only the 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 diehard fans would get it yeah you know people would be like i know that song going back in their like notes you know yeah going back in the files yeah yeah so flurry wildwood it's the vinyl session version of the song so go look it up go look it up people yeah you won't you won't regret it one last thing i'm excited to think about is last year Mm. we had the purgatory case files and it was a really fun journey <sighs> that took us through the hiatus so and i got a we sense that, that they had something else planned too so it'll be interesting to see what if anything rolls out because we're in the quiet period now aren't we until we are yeah yeah um production doesn't even start till well now it's going to be interesting because emily goes away doesn't she because she's like writing so we kind of they're already writing yeah they're already starting well they have so much fuel don't they with all this shit that's happening right now but um all the patriarchal bullshit yeah so i have a feeling (laughs) burn it down is going to be a fun theme but um it's an interesting time of year because it's sort of like things kind of get quiet uh quiet in a way though because there's the conventions and everything and the next time we kind of get any glimpse at what the story could be will not even be till the spring but it'll be exciting mm-hmm. you know this is where social media can be kind of fun where we get like emily drops a couple of hints and it's it's going to be fun to try to piece together what could happen as we all still digest everything that did happen so but yeah things kind of get things kind of get quiet now and uh they do yeah but i'm okay. looking forward to it it's going to be good let's give them their quiet time um, because another thing that's going to be excited to see is what they do for Officer Hot's outfit. Oh, <laughs> we um, got the tie. Season one, season two, mm-hmm. season three. What was your favorite hot outfit? And uh, we can end it with that. That's such a good question. I'm going to go with season two. I liked her in the dark mm-hmm. shirt with the rolled cuffs mm-hmm. with the dark hat. Yes. With the cap. Okay. I I agree. I'm also um, not opposed to the... Uh, the uh the top um in season two with it's it was very cute um with the ball cap whatever mm-hmm. um i'm a huge fan of the uh tie with the rolled up sleeves in season three yep. 
Um, but yeah, so I maybe we can have a mix. Can we both? Can we just like do a combo pack? We could you know? totally do a combo pack. Combo pack, good. They combo should really pack. do some like action with a tie figures. On a, a side of tie. Combo, the combo with a side of tie. We should do and, some, and somebody out there should do some action figures. Oh, they're going to do Funko Pops of them or whatever. You know, those little vinyl. Yeah. Characters. Still though, like yeah, I want like up. an action figure where you're like, well, <gasps> we're going to put the tie on. Uh, we're going to put the tie on now. We're going to roll the sleeves. It's going to be good. <laughs> and like wait, Waverly's character with all of her huge coats. I loved it. Oh, yes. The, the, oh, the, the angelic one too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So good. Props, props to the team that, uh dresses the characters on one in are mm-hmm. so fun mm-hmm. so good <laughs> so much to talk about so much more to talk about last but very not least i will be seeing you at clexicon in las vegas yeah. we hope everyone else out there does take the time to go to clexicon whether it's clexicon london uh coming up um as well as clexicon in las vegas mm-hmm. we're gonna have tons of friends uh, tons of fun and also be excited to reunite with our friends and do anticipate a pre-Clexicon podcast from us as well in preparation for that week. I mean, yeah, I I think it's sort of like now, I I think in terms of this podcast, I'm going to go back and rewatch the entire season, but it's like, you guys will be hearing from us. We will be talking Mm -hmm. about Winona. Um, Maybe we could slip in a a couple other shows as we watch. I've been told to watch Atypical. I've been told to watch. Oh, I um, do it. I just finished season two. And then we can talk about that because I have thoughts. Yeah. mm -hmm. I've been been (laughs) instructed to watch season two specifically. Um, Yeah, but you have to watch one. You have to watch one, too. It's a good show. Good show. So so there are. There's so many queer characters emerging now. So I think it's sort of like our homework will be to see what else we can bring maybe in the next episode because it's kind of been dedicated to Winona. But so this is just to say you'll hear from us before April. Don't worry. Um, we will be back. We, we take requests, but we'll talk about um, other <laughs> strong queer characters and um, plenty to talk about or just vent Absolutely. in this environment or just vent just vent because god knows we could all use that god yeah <laughs> totally oh all right well until next time thanks for tuning in to the ship it real good podcast <laughs> and we'll catch you on the other side bye bye <laughs>